When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, Bitcoin price returns to $22,000 despite the least volatile U.S. CPI reaction. That's right. The latest CPI data shows only 6.4%. Also in today's show, Paxos categorically disagrees with the SEC that BUSD is a security. Also, Binance withdrawals and BUSD redemptions surge post Paxos crackdown. I'll be breaking down the latest as well as Bitcoin hitting a new record of 44 million non-zero addresses. Thanks to ordinals. I'll be sharing this latest report by Glassnode Analytics. Also in today's show, big news, crypto payments firm Wirex and Visa expand their partnership to 40 countries, mass adoption. Let's go. We'll also be discussing the Blockstream CEO Adam Back saying Bitcoin could explode to a $200 trillion market cap by 2032. I'll be breaking down why along with his $10 million Bitcoin price prediction. And as a bonus, we're going to be discussing Max Kaiser on how he bought Bitcoin for only a dollar back in 2011 and why Bitcoin is like the Mona Lisa. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone tuning in. This is pod episode number 1194. I'm your host, JV. Happy Valentine's Day. Taking a look at the markets, as you can see here, pumpage. We got Bitcoin up 2%, trading back above $22,000. And as soon as the CPI data was released, markets started pumping. Ether up 4%, trading back above $1,550. Binance Coin, after a lot of wreckage yesterday, it's back to trading around $300, up about 3% for the day. And Solana and Cardano and Matic are amongst the top gainers. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, we can see we're still sitting above that trillion dollar milestone with about $56 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance sitting at 41.6% with the Ether dominance at 18.5%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, GMX up 21.5%, trading at 75 bucks, followed by Ajax up 18.5%, trading under 43 cents, followed by Onyx coin up 16.5%, trading at 1.7 cents. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, we got BGB up 88%, Baby Doge up 27%, and Rose up 20%, as the majority of the alts have pulled back this week and currently correcting and in the red. And checking out uh, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, one of my favorite indicators. We're currently dead in the middle with a 50, which is neutral. Yesterday was a 48, last week a 54, and last month a 52 which is neutral and again happy valentine's day to each and every one of you will bitcoin be your valentine let me know and how many of you took advantage of the recent dip i'll let you boy and with that being shared let's dive right into today's bitcoin technical analysis bitcoin ticked above twenty-two thousand after the february 14th wall street open as u.s inflation data delivered mixed results that's right 
Data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View followed Bitcoin as it tested multi-week lows twice on the hourly timeframes before reversing upwards. Bitcoin saw flash volatility in line with predictions of January's CPI numbers hit, something repeated at the start of trading on Wall Street. And still within a tight trading range, Bitcoin's reaction was in fact fairly muted with up and down moves only involving several hundreds of dollars at a time that reflected the CPI data itself, which broadly conformed to market expectations. A moderate exception was year-on-year, which ran hot at 0.2% above the envisaged 6.2%. Quoting economist Holger, U.S. inflation mix, markets commentator Holger shared, U.S. inflation mix, January CPI was inclined with Wall Street on MOM basis, coming in up a half a percent headline and up 0.4% core. And on a year-to-year basis, things ran a bit hot, coming in at 6.4% headline, down from 6.5% in December, but ahead of ST 6.2% and 5.6% core, down from 57 but ahead of ST's 5.5%. Now, Crypto Circles also noted the lack of panic, which accompanied the crypto market's reaction, quoting Game of uh, Trades. This looks to be one of the least volatile market reactions to US CPI since... 2022. With few cues coming from the macro, Bitcoin traders thus look to potential range highs and lows that determine future short-term price action, quoting Crypto Chase, tight daily range at the moment. I think we eventually interact with both red and box and liquidity below. I'd be watching for shorts from the red box and for longs after sweeping 20,300 liquidity. And fellow trader Sku added the following, Bitcoin, PERP, CBD buckets, and Delta orders. Market is definitely bias to holding short positions. And prior to that, monitoring resource material indicators had revealed whales are setting up what is likened to be a trap for retail investors. Quoting him here, fire chart shows Bitcoin whales trying to lure retail in at the higher levels ahead of the CPI as purple whales sell into the retail bid liquidity. Also note that the buy wall has returned to the 24-4 range and two levels. If the 6 million up top gets hit, I expect the lower 18 million to rug. And on equities, a similar lackluster response to CPI saw the S&P 500 and NASDAQ index both open flat. And as you can see here, the US dollar index, a keen focus for some of the run-up to a week of macro data releases, briefly spiked above 103.5 before returning base. Quoting CryptoEd, I said to keep an eye on the DXY. It almost hit the green box and bounce. In case it starts moving higher, bearish crypto, in my opinion. However, the markets are obviously pumping and like this information on the latest CPI data. So send it. Hopefully 30,000 is a magnet and we could surpass this 25,000 resistance, which we have been stuck at for quite some time. And with that being shared, now let's dive into the latest saga with Paxos versus the SEC, shall we? Paxos Trust Company says it categorically disagrees with the United States Securities Regulator that has described Binance USD as a security. In a February 13th statement, the BUSD issuer confirmed recent reports that it had reviewed a Wells notice from the US SEC over BUSD and its alleged failure to register the offering under federal security laws, quoting them here and Paxos remains dedicated to the development of stable coins, tokenization, and blockchain tech. We'll continue serving the world's most respected and established companies to create a more open financial system. Paxos categorically disagrees with the SEC staff because BUSD is not a security under the federal securities law, Paxos said. The firm noted it received the notice February 3rd, adding that they are unequivocally no other allegations against 
Paxos, quoting them here, we will engage with the SEC staff on this issue and be prepared to vigorously litigate if necessary. So February 13th, the New York Department of Financial Services ordered Paxos to halt the issuance of BUSD. Paxos says it will comply, tweeting February 13th, that it will halt the minting of new BUSD tokens effective February 21st, seven days from today. Quoting them here, Paxos will continue to manage all outstanding BUSD reserves, ensuring all BUSD are always back one-to-one with the U.S. dollar, denominated reserves held in bankruptcy remote accounts. However, Paxos said that BUSD will remain fully supported and redeemable to onboard customers through at least February of 2024. Quoting them here, new and existing Paxos customers will be able to redeem their funds in U.S. dollars or convert their BUSD tokens to Pax dollar, which is USDP, a regulated U.S. dollar-backed stablecoin also issued by Paxos. Now, New York State Department of Financial Services reportedly received a complaint from stablecoin issuer Circle. That's right. Circle blew the whistle on Paxos. Paxos, interesting, regarding Binance's reserves prior to its crackdown on BUSD. Now, the Binance CEO, CZ, says the exchange will continue to support BUSD despite issuer Paxos being ordered to stop minting the stablecoin by the U.S. SEC and New York regulators. So there you have it. What are your thoughts? Do you think BUSD will be deemed a security or do you think the SEC once again is overreaching and it can backfire on the corrupt organization? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. But with all of that going on, there's been mass withdrawals from BUSD, which is a not a good look for the stablecoin as a lot of it now is going into Tether USDT. So now let's break this down, shall we? Crypto exchange Binance has seen a surge of withdrawals over the last 24 hours as investors appear to be spooked over the recent news of regulatory action against Paxos and its stablecoin, Binance USD. At the same time, the BUSD token recorded significant redemptions with 342 million BUSD burned over the past 24 hours, according to PexShield. Quitting them here, 342 million of BUSD has been burned at Paxos Treasury within the last 24 hours. And on February 12th, news broke that the US SEC gave notice of potential enforcement action against Paxos. It alleged that the stablecoin is an unregistered security, an assertion that Paxos denies. Data compiled from the blockchain intelligence platform, Nansen, shows that Binance recorded 24-hour multi-chain token net outflows of a whopping $788.5 million, caused by outflows of $2.7 billion, exceeding inflows of around $1.97 billion. And according to Dune Analytics, it's the largest 24-hour net outflow since the December of 17th, when Binance proof of reserve audits were removed from auditor Mazar's website, a spokesperson for Binance told Cointelegraph that funds are safe, backed by a secure asset fund for users, echoing what the Binance chief CZ said back in earlier, February 13th. The spokesperson added that the exchange recently had a sell-off with more than a billion dollars withdrawn in a 12-hour period, which it claims was managed with ease. Quitting them here, we run a very simple business model, hold assets in custody, and generate revenue from transaction fees, Binance said. We take our responsibility as a custodian seriously and maintain 1-1 backing for every user asset. And following the SEC's action and a reported tip-off from USD Coin issuer Circle, the New York Department of Financial Services ordered Paxos to halt the issuance of BUSD on February 13th. The outflows and token burns seemingly are a response to those events, with crypto users cashing out of the stablecoin over fears of further regulatory action. Binance's reserves harbor the largest 
amount of BUSD, holding almost $14.5 billion worth of the stablecoin, which is around 90% of the $16.1 billion current market cap. This crypto exchange has also around $60 billion worth of reserves, with 22% of that made up in BUSD. So as you can see, this can drastically impact the greater good of the crypto market. How do you feel it's likely to play out? And at this point, do you have any trust in BUSD? What stable coins do you trust the most? Could it be Circles, USDC, Tethers, USDT, or maybe one we didn't discuss today, such as Dives? There's a lot of different options out there, but let me know and be careful and do not keep your crypto on the exchanges during these extreme times we're experiencing in crypto right now. But now let's discuss a new record being made, which I love to see. We now have 44 million active Bitcoin addresses. And when I say active, I should say non-zero Bitcoin addresses. So let's break this down before we discuss the Visa partnership, followed by a $10 million Bitcoin price prediction. The launch of Bitcoin NFTs, known as Ordinals, has tipped the number of non-zero Bitcoin addresses to a new all-time high of 44 million. Let's go. According to crypto analytics firm Glassnode, in a February 13th report from Glassnode, the firm explained that for the first time in Bitcoin's 14-year history, a portion of the network activity is being used for purposes other than peer-to-peer monetary Bitcoin transfers. Quoting them here, this is a new and unique moment in Bitcoin history where an innovation is generating network activity without a classical transfer of coin volume for monetary purposes. Personally, I think this is a great indicator for mass adoption. Glassnode explained that the ordinal surge has contributed to a short-term uptick in the Bitcoin network usage of late, which has brought many new active users with a non-zero Bitcoin balance to the network. Check it out. Numbers don't lie. You can see the new all-time high in non-zero balances with Bitcoin addresses surpassing 44 million for the first time. Now, quoting Glassnode, the primary source of this activity is due to ordinals, which instead of carrying a large payload of coin volume is instead carrying a larger payload of data and new active users. This describes a growth in a user base from usage beyond the typical investment and monetary transfer use cases, it added. Now, Glassnode noted that Ordinals is now competing for block space demand, which is creating upward pressure on the free market, but noted that this hasn't led to a significant increase in Bitcoin transaction fees. According to Glassnode, since Ordinals launched January 21st, the upper range of the mean Bitcoin block size has increased from one and a half to two megabytes to three to three and a half megabytes in just a matter of weeks. However, this hasn't led to a surge in fees, which is where we have seen some short-lived spikes. Glassnose stated that a new lower-bound transaction fee required for block inclusion has been reached since Ordinals made their mark. January 21st, the technological applications behind the Ordinal protocol were enabled by the Taproot soft fork, which took effect back in November of 2021, Bitcoin Ordinals launched on January 21st. And through the use of Ordinals numbering scheme, Bitcoin users can assign arbitrary contents to Satoshis, the smallest denomination of Bitcoin, which enables them to inscribe Bitcoin native NFTs like images. There have been over 78,400 NFT like images and videos inscribed thus far. And these numbers are growing quite fast. Now, some notable Bitcoiners such as Blockstream CEO Adam Back have recently 
recently expressed their dislike for the Ordinal's protocol, suggesting that it deviates from Bitcoin's purpose as a peer-to-peer electronic cash system. But let me know your thoughts. Others have been more open to the idea. We got Bitcoin bold Dan held. He asserted on several occasions that Ordinal's bring more financial use cases to the king crypto. So there you have it. And how many of you are into NFTs or have ever put your NFT on the Bitcoin blockchain? Or if you have plans on doing so, let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And now let's discuss this major Visa partnership, uh, which is pretty cool. And then we'll dive into Adam Back's $200 trillion and $10 million Bitcoin price prediction, market cap, and the Bitcoin price action. So now let's break down this partnership, shall we? Crypto payments app Wirex has signed a long-term global partnership with Visa to expand its footprint in Asia Pacific and the UK, according to an announcement on Monday. The announcement builds on two companies' uh, existing relationship of a crypto-linked Visa debit card in the U.S. and Wirex holding principal membership status with Visa in Europe. In 2015, according to Wirex, it became the first company in the world to develop a crypto-enabled card that allowed users to buy or sell multiple traditional and cryptocurrencies. And with the expansion of the London-based Wirex, which has over 5 million customers, will now be able to directly issue crypto-enabled debit and prepay cards to over 40 countries. Let's go. While it's the largest customer base in the U.K., Wirex had previously withdrawn from the UK Financial Conduct Authority temporary registration regimen ahead of the deadline to obtain full registration, which meant it would serve UK-based customers via a subsidiary license in Croatia, quitting them here. Visa wants to bring more payment options to consumers by connecting digital currencies with our network of banks and merchants, said Matt Wood, head of the digital partnerships in the Asia-Pacific Visa. So there you have it. I just hope some of this adoption finally comes to the United States because it seems like everything is happening everywhere in the world, minus the United States, thanks to uh, Gary Gensler and the crypto crackdown by the SEC. But it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. I just know the more people enabled to make, you know, or use or buy or sell crypto, the greater for the overall crypto adoption as a whole. But now let's dive into a $10 million Bitcoin price prediction. Then I'm going to be giving you a bonus story of when and how Max purchased Bitcoin back when it was only a dollar back in 2011. But let's start with this $10 million price prediction by Adam Back with a $200 trillion market cap. The Blockstream CEO and Bitcoin advocate Adam Back says that the next flagship crypto asset can explode to a $200 trillion market cap in the next nine years, meaning the price tag of a Bitcoin would be $10 million per BTC. And a new thread, Back says that based on historical performance, Bitcoin is still on track to continue its trend of rallying an average price of 100% per year. Send it. Quitting him here. Earlier this year, I was curious of the claim. Bitcoin's 2x per year on average. It checks the decade January 2013 to December 2022. Bitcoin went up 2.036x per year, which is 1200x in a decade. If that continues, we'll cross 10 million per Bitcoin and a 200 trillion market cap by the end of the next two happenings in about nine years. 200 trillion is a Hal Finney 2009 market cap prediction number. It is a lot. It displaces a significant part of the store value premiums in bonds, real estate monetary premium, gold, 60-40 stock portfolios, etc. Something adoption will slow, derivatives reduce volatility. And the veteran Bitcoiner and hash cash inventor says the Bitcoin doesn't necessarily need to see a $100 trillion flow into it in order to reach the same market cap due to illiquid markets and the tendency for Bitcoin 
want investors to long-term hodl their coins, quitting him here. Also bear in mind, Bitcoin does not have to absorb anywhere near $100 trillion to reach that market cap due to relative thin trading and hodl slash cold storage investors. That's what's up. If Bitcoin really gets moving, it will become harder to get anyone to sell, have to pry it out of their coal wallets. Facts. And given the volatility, I think Bitcoin can overshoot widely and tap one of these 100 to $300 trillion market caps, correct, and then regain a steadier adoption over time. I suspect people with average entry points relative to then current price won't have much incentive to sell in size. So with the current price action, he's ultimately predicting a 46,000% rally for the king crypto to hit a $200 trillion market cap. Let me know if you agree or disagree that this can be a potential possibility in the next nine years. And with that being shared, now for our bonus story before we dive into some live Q&A, let's discuss Max Kaiser purchasing Bitcoin back in 2011. That's right. Kaiser is a well-known American broadcaster doing massive things right now in El Salvador and talking about the current U.S. and global economic situation and more specifically the COVID role in it. Kaiser said that the virus is nature fighting back against the virus of humans. He used the personification of the earth from the Greek mythology Gaia to add to his point but concluded he doesn't think ultimately she'll win against the human virus. As reported, uh, the NASDAQ and all the speculation going on in the market. But let's actually quote Max Kaiser directly. Just note that this uh, article is dated a while back, back uh, July of 2020. So keep that in mind that this is a throwback, but still very relevant. Like Venezuela, Zimbabwe, and Iran, NASDAQ is higher as confidence in the USD collapses. Safe haven money is seeking shelter in stocks, gold, and Bitcoin. Pretty much in alignment with what I shared in the previous episodes with Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad. Now, Kaiser said he heard about Bitcoin back in 2011 and started accumulating at a dollar. At the time, Kaiser noted Bitcoin's digital scarcity attracted him the most as he invented digital scarcity and commercial prediction markets in 1996. Many of you didn't know that. Bitcoin does what my patent does, but with incredible elegance. It is the Mona Lisa money. It is self-aware. It's observing us and it's channeling God. One of my favorite quotes from Max is Bitcoin is God hacking humanity. And in another recent interview, he goes on to share, I am being proven more correct every day. The tsunami of fiat enabled poverty is sweeping the globe. Bitcoin is a life raft that can take in anyone who wants to escape the fiat implosion and bond apocalypse let me know if you agree or disagree with max kaiser and massive respect to him he is the first one publicly on tv along with stacy herbert his partner in crime happy anniversary to the two my favorite power couple in bitcoin but they've been telling us publicly on tv to buy bitcoin back when it was only a dollar in 2011, making them true Bitcoin OGs. How many of you have taken heed to Max and Stacy over the years? I came across them in 2017, and I am glad I did, because once I got orange-pilled from Andreas Antonopoulos, I haven't looked back, and I never will ever again. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.